everyone, welcome to another episode of Maximizing Your Mental Potential. I'm Dr. Nina Riostoria, and I'm so excited to have Greg Walls back on the podcast. He is the owner of Performance Experience in Euless, Texas. He's a master trainer. He's been an athlete for many years, but now he's helping athletes just perform at their optimal level, which is key. And um, Greg and I, I know, so Greg, welcome to the show again. Thank you for having me. I'm excited <laughs> to be back. I had a, I had a a lot of fun. I had a great yeah. time last time. Yeah, you good. shared a lot of great great things on the last one. And today, I know you and I were talking about, being that it's the new year, it yep. just seems obvious to talk about goals, like right. setting goals. And you being an athlete, not just in football, but in baseball for so many years. Mm -hmm. And to be as successful as you were, you had to have some kind of regimen or set some level of goals for yourself to excel. Right. So where did that come from, setting goals for you? Being a part of a team for a lot of years, um, you, you get presented goals, like uh, overall goals or collective goals for the greater good. And, you know, depending on where your program was, uh, it all depends on what the ultimate goal was. And then <coughs> individually, mm -hmm. you know, I, I guess I realized, for lack of a better term, that the better I was, the better the team would be. Mm -hmm. And and there is no selfishness uh, in making yourself as good as you can be because it's for the greater good. So I'm a, I've always been a guy who likes to write things down. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm I got my degree in language arts and spelling. And I I'm a I like well, to write things write down. Things. <laughs> right, you know, that's just a part of what who I am and what I do. So I I, I was taught and I'm a big believer that writing them down makes them real. Yes. And, and that's why contracts are real. And we can sit here and talk about the things that we're going to do uh, and do none of them. And they vanish because it, they are as real as the conversation or the thought of the conversation mm -hmm. you had. But if you're serious about something, uh, you'll take the time to detail exactly what you think you want to get accomplished. And then you'll revisit that because that's the goal. And it becomes real. The more you work towards it, the more reality is in it uh, but most people uh, have a hard time with that so when you ask somebody to write something down that that concept of you know now I have to do something I can't just talk about it mm -hmm. I can't just say what I what I want to do or what I want to accomplish I have to work towards it because I, I basically etched it mm -hmm. I contracted it and I think to, in today's world, I'm a big believer. That's why people don't like contracts. I say contracts keep honest people honest. Mm -hmm. So when you write down your goals, you have to be honest with you. That's the mirror that you're looking in. Yeah. yeah. And it makes you accountable to you. Yeah. You know, because team goals make you accountable to the team, your part. So and if you get beat out or if you're not a starter or if you're young, you know, you can kind of you know, wait for your opportunity to stand in a position to be more accountable. Well, let's talk about that. You played college football at TCU, mm -hmm. and you have the team goals. Yes. And then you want to do your individual goals. Well, what if your individual goals aren't the same as the coach's goals for you? You know, how do you yeah. manage to stay motivated and set goals that are still exciting for you but match what the coach wants? That's an excellent question. Well, coaches see potential. And they see ability according to where you fit in that scheme. Mm -hmm. And a good coach will pull everything out of you the best way he knows how to communicate with you. 
He's going to get it all from you, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's out of fear or respect or pride or love or whatever. He knows how to pull it out of you. But you have to perform. Mm-hmm. And if y- if you don't want more than what somebody else wants from you, you're wasting everybody's time. Mm-hmm. So that that's how it was for me. It was simple for me, Nina. I'm from South Mississippi who came all the way to DFW, Texas. I didn't come to watch other people play football, period. Mm-hmm. That that was the thing for me. I did not come to a four-year school to watch other people play. Mm-hmm. I came to play to put a stamp on things, to make a name for myself because I felt like I belonged. Now, I was aware I, my, I wasn't the best in the conference or not even the best on the team. Mm-hmm. You know, but I also knew I belonged. I had a space and in that space, it was a good space. I had a good seat at the table mm-hmm. and I was not going to let anybody take that from me. That's what it was for me. So, so you knew your role. No doubt. And so the, the goals you set for yourself were realistic mm-hmm. and they were able they were going to be accepted by your your coach. They were realistic to me, uh-huh. regardless of what anybody else thought. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. um, the, the team, the coach's goals are to win, to put the best 11 players on the field. Right. Or in baseball, the best nine on the field. Mm-hmm. You know, but my goal was to be one of the best 11. Mm-hmm. So because it's a plug and play coaches jobs are to win and to, to get the best players in and do the best for the program, not the individual. Yeah. And that's fair. And, you know, I want people to take that as objective as possible. Like it, you're going to be there for a set amount of time. The coach is going to be there for as long as he wants to if he keeps winning or he's going to take another opportunity. Mm-hmm. But you have a timestamp on your opportunity. So for me, it was I refuse to be at this school and watch other mm-hmm. people play. That that was my goal. That was your mindset. <laughs> that was the mindset. Yes. But but the goal was to be have a place at the table. Right. Once I accomplished that, it was to be all conference. Uh-huh. Like and and when I was that young, I didn't have a lot of detail oriented I need to get this amount of interceptions and this amount of pass breakup. It was, I want to be all conference. That is the goal. I will be an all conference performer. That was written down in a notebook, you know. So when you saw that, so that would be your goal that you set for yourself. No doubt. So how, how did you stay motivated to reach that goal that you had written down? What did you do? I, I, I wanted to make sure I wanted to find out what the, what the standard was and meet the standard. So if we had to do 10 reps, I did 12. You know, we had to run six half gases. I, ma- I made sure I ran them all hard and fast, and then I would get number seven. I would do a little bit extra after practice, uh-huh. you know, because I knew if the people who were all conference were working this hard, I had to do something more. I mm-hmm. had to catch one more ball. I had to go uh, defend one more person. Mm-hmm. I had to turn up my level in practice during certain times of practice. And the one thing that I think all athletes need to understand is you can't just turn it on on game day mm-hmm. so if you have a real goal to be all conference to make it to the nfl or to just start on whatever team you're on i mean high school if you just want to go from uh jv to varsity mm-hmm. as a starter you have to realize that it's not going to be handed to you there are it's more than you that want that spot but those spots are limited mm-hmm. so you have to People say you got to work hard and work. But what does that mean? You got to find out where the standard is. And then you have to work and push past the standard, increase your skill, increase your strength, increase your speed, you know, uh, because they're all measurable. Mm 
and you get those accolades through performance and measurables. Mm -hmm. Nobody ever wants to talk about that. Yeah. So if you, you know, want to stand out, it's it's going above and beyond. Absolutely. The, what the team's doing, going above and beyond and showing the coach during practice what you're capable of. Or else you never play. So, yes. you know, there are certain time there are certain times in football practice where everybody needs to turn their level up. Mm -hmm. It's in one on ones, it's in seven on seven or it's in team. Mm -hmm. uh, one one versus ones, twos versus twos. You have to turn your level up. Because how you the speed, the accuracy, the technique you use in those moments are what you're taking to the game. Mm -hmm. Coaches can't coach you during the game. Right. During the game, they're calling plays. They're they're pre preparing for the next play. That's what practice is for. Mm -hmm. You know. So if you're if you're a sprinter in track or if you're a point guard, you know, any other sport, any sport, the way you perform during the most intense times of practice is how you're going to look during the game. Mm -hmm. Like if a quarterback has made a throw in practice 55 times, on game day it looks great to everybody else, but the quarterback expects to make that throw because he's been making it all week long, you know, or he's made that throw all summer long. It's just new to us. Mm -hmm. It's not new to him. So those are the things that you push towards and push past. So my first goal was I, I'm not going to watch. I'm not going to be a spectator in college. I was like, I'm going to play. I'm going to be a starter. That was the first goal. I want to be a starter. Mm -hmm. The second goal was on. Oh, I know I can start. I've done it. Now I know this is where I belong. So I can just be a starter or I can be all conference. Mm -hmm. So that was the next goal. And then I wanted to be a team captain. See, I didn't. I was, to me, that's the highest honor in any sport. Mm -hmm. It's not all American. It's not, you know, always. It's being a team captain because that means you have earned the respect of the people who rock with you every day. Uh, and and although I was on what they call the leadership council, I wasn't uh, a team captain. But I, I, it was so much respect as far as football went for team captains because you knew they were going to deliver. That's why they were captains. Mm -hmm. You know, and, yeah. and you wanted that. So, and then the next goal was, of course, NFL. You know. Yeah. And all of those were written down. I wrote them all down. I think that's the first step. Before you start working to you can't build anything without a blueprint. When you wrote it down, where did you put it? Everyone like puts it either in their bathroom or on a door. Did you have this these goals written everywhere and posted, or where did you? I didn't post any of them. It's so fun. I would just revisit them. You just write them down. And I would write them down and put them. Just I put them on the dresser. Put them in the dresser. Yeah. I didn't, you know. But it, I made it real. So if you have a dollar, and you know you have a dollar, and you know where that dollar is. You don't go get that dollar till you need that dollar. Mm -hmm. So if I got goals posted everywhere, or it's like a it's like a poster, like you you put up a Michael Jordan poster, but you don't. If you want to be like Mike, you don't just stare at the poster. Mm -hmm. You know, you go do the things Mike did. Right. Okay, so now you're here at Performance Experience, and you're working with so many athletes, mm -hmm. and you obviously know how to set the goals. But how right. do you help these young athletes really learn how to set goals and be as um, determined and had that mindset that you had how do you transfer those detail those lessons detail okay. I try we try to teach athletes about detail and preparation so it's more than than running skipping jumping catching throwing it's preparation it's the way you prepare for what you like or what you say you love is the way you should prepare for everything 
Okay. Share an example what you mean, like when prepare. So they're yes. working really hard with you and you have to be prepare? you have to be in school, right? You have to go to school. Mm-hmm. But it's it all goes together cuz you want to play football, right? You have to go to school. So you should treat school like you're preparing for football. Mm. You know, don't waste time, don't waste energy, don't waste people's money. Don't be disrespectful. Prepare through school like you're preparing for football because if you don't make the grades you can't play anyway it all goes together so that's what we try to teach that detail so you have to make sure your testing is right because the more you do before it's time to physically perform the easier it is to physically perform period if I'm concerned about off the field or if I'm concerned about my lack of preparation or if I'm cons- if I if I have to rely on my ability, then I really don't have a chance. Mm-hmm. If I have to rely on my charisma, I really don't have a chance. But if I can rely on the systems that I put in place and that I'm prepared for whatever opportunity comes my way, I'm not worried about a thing. All I have to do is go perform. Mm-hmm. You know, if I've gone out and done something a million times correctly, when it's time to perform, the only way I know how to do it is the correct way. Yeah. We dismiss that. We, we dismiss it and we want to give it a label that we can't reach as uh, you know, people who don't play. That's why it's so easy for us to criticize. But as an athlete, if you prepare throughout the day, the things that are said or told or heard, you don't really have to pay attention to because you already know the answer. Everything is a test. The game is a test. Mm-hmm. Like the game is fun. The game is to be played. The work is hard. The practice is hard. So on game day, it's not something you have to worry about if you've already Prepared. done those things a million times. Then if it's I've fun. taken that step, that's the only <laughs> step I know how to take. Yes. Okay, so I'm thinking of college athletes and as you were a college athlete and the intense training mm-hmm. as for an athlete and then school. Yeah. And so how do you, you say prepare, mm-hmm. but how do you stay motivated when you have so much to balance? Why are you doing it? Yeah. It's your why. Yeah, why are you doing it? Um, not everybody goes to school to get a degree. Mm-hmm. And you can see that right off the ramp. And that's fine. I, I, I don't have a problem with that in college. Not everybody goes to school to get a degree. Some people are going, some people are, the school is the pit stop to play professional sports. Right. You know, for some people, the scholarship was the opportunity to earn the degree to better whatever profession they wanted to go into. Um, So what you do is you have to eliminate, you have to eliminate information from people who lack information. You know, don't take advice from people who don't really understand the process because you have to go through it. You have to go to class. You have to get up and go to practice. You have to go lift weights. You are the one responsible for all that. So make that own that responsibility. And then it's no longer a chore. It's it's a part of your detail It's a part of what you already do. I went to class because I, I wanted to graduate. Graduation was like college for me was about graduation. Mm -hmm. I knew how to compartmentalize school, graduation, football, starter. Like I knew how to do that. And not everybody does. Right. We run it all together and we let some of us let the things we love 
compensate for the things we don't want to do because we know society will allow that we know if i'm good enough people will bypass certain things they'll allow me to do certain things but allowances will run out at some point you need to be responsible enough to take care of your own I like what you said, Greg, when you said you got to know your why. Like, why are you do? Why right. are you going to school? What right. I, maybe it is to play, to continue to play sports, to go on to the NBA. But that's your motivator. Right. That that gets you prepared and ready. There you go. So knowing your why and that can motivate you to the place you need mm-hmm. to go and do the things you don't want to do. Right. Yeah. And then the second thing is understanding understanding the steps you have to take, not what it takes. See, people don't really understand, you know, you got to work hard, you got to work hard, you got to work hard. What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? You know, (laughs) get your grades, get your grades. What does that mean? So coaches, teachers, parents, trainers, uh, sports performance coaches, everybody out there, if we're going to do any of these amateur athletes, junior high, high school, college, define what that means for them. Yes. Define it. Mm-hmm. Parents don't just say, you got to get your books, you got to get your grades, you got to make good grades. That doesn't mean anything. Say, hey, that's the school you want to go to. Here's a sliding scale. You need a GPA that looks like this and a test score that looks like this. How do we get there? How do we get there? Yeah, once you know, how do we get there? And then you Now, now you know what get good yeah. grades means. Now, yeah. now it means something mm-hmm. because most of us until we're grown get talked at mm-hmm. most of us until we're and then when we're grown we still get talked at middle school kids don't really have a voice they're trying to find themselves so they get talked at you know do this do that go get your coat go do this go do that stop doing this stop being that and then go get great you better go do this well if you want this you got to do that have we asked them really what they want they get talked at or then they get talked for. So when you're in high school, it's hard to speak up for yourself. It's hard to be clear. It's hard to understand what passed. So when you say to them, what do you want to do? They don't know. Or they don't want to express it because it's too far-fetched because there's never been a direction given. That's why, that's why, peop- that's why coaches are so important. That's why people love coaches. Because coaches give you a direct, this is where we're going. Mm-hmm. They take the time to ask the question. Yeah, like this is where we're going. This is how, and this is how we get there. Mm-hmm. We win this amount of games. We'll be here. And this is what we need. And to do. this is what we have to do to get there. And that—that's why. Break it down. Thank you. Yeah. That's why good teachers, not 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 paperwork and computer teachers. And and if I'm offending you, you should be offended because you're not a good teacher. Great teachers <laughs> don't get offended by that statement. They they give people clear, concise direction. And then whatever path you take to get to the end game, they'll guide you through that. But this this is what you need to do. This is what we're trying to get. This is where we're trying to go. This is how we get there. Yeah. You know, so don't be bland in the information because what that does, that eliminates responsibility. I told him to get good grades. What does that mean? What does that mean? to the, Yeah. What does that mean? Because you hear that a lot, work hard. What does yeah. that mean? You just got to work hard. You just got to try. What does work hard look like for yeah. that person? What does that look like in that person? space? Yeah, in that space. Yeah. Because I might not have to work as hard as the other person. It's true. But then if I do something different, I might have to work three times harder. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Okay, so so this topic was about setting goals. And right. Especially, what about that, that player that is doing what we just mentioned? They're doing everything, but they're not getting that result. Just because maybe they're not as gifted as the other player next to them, but they are working just as hard, but maybe not getting that, that play time that they wanted. 
how do they stay motivated and encouraged? Well, that that is a very hard question because there are only 11 spots or there are only nine spots or there are only five spots, you know. So you have to pay enough attention at the beginning to get what you want at the end. But certain things happen for certain reasons. Like Tom Brady was not better than Drew Bledsoe until he got a chance to prove he was better than Drew Bledsoe. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So you have to remember why you're doing what you're doing. It always goes back to why. And then what is it that you really, really want? You know, if you got three quarterbacks, all equally talented, equally gifted, all fit in the system, and one of them is going, somebody's leaving. Mm -hmm. It only makes sense for the one that leaves. So the advice I give is you think through your decision, you know, get information and guidance from people who understand. But whatever decision you make is the right one because you made it. And I like that quote, control the controllables. You can only control what you do in your Absolutely. performance. And whatever the outcome is, at least you can walk away knowing that you've done your best. I call it being comfortable being uncomfortable. And that too, yeah. You know, you got it because making decisions for yourself is very uncomfortable because you know you're the only one responsible. When If you, if you allow somebody to make one for you, they own the responsibility. Mm -hmm. So if you are a backup and people talk you into leaving and you're a backup there, you can blame them, but whose fault is it really? Mm -hmm. You know, or bide your time, wait for your opportunity and execute. Now, what if the opportunity runs out there? You know, so it gets it gets a little gray, but that does not dismiss who you've built yourself to be, because all the lessons that you've taught yourself is who you're going to be as an adult. If you quit when you was 18, you're going to quit when you're 28. I say it like this, Nina. If you encounter the same situations everywhere you go, you're the situation. Ooh, that's good. You know, if there is if that, that problem or <laughs> if that problem arises in every job, you're the problem. Yeah. Yeah. If that same person in person in that same position gives you the same problems, you are causing the problems. But we can't see that. Mm -hmm. You know, if you get fired for what seems to be the same thing in two or three or four jobs, maybe it's you. You know, it just goes back to taking control of whatever you choose to do, being the best version of yourself, mm -hmm. um, know your why. But, but what else? going back with that, most of us don't know who we are. That could be a whole nother show. But, but I mean, <laughs> but we're talking about setting goals, right? Yes. Yeah, so goals. if I'm on a team, I know I play football or I know I play baseball or I know I'm a coach or I know I'm a teacher. That's my title. That, but who who are we? You know, who are we behind the glass? Who are we behind these eyes? And as an athlete, that's the most important thing. Who, who am I? Like, what is it in me that's gonna allow me to endure these things? You know, because whatever's important to you is what's important. Mm -hmm. You know, so we have to find out who we are and not be told who we are. Because that's how people get built up and crushed. Mm -hmm. Because we're told we're great, we're amazing, you can do this and you can do that, and all that is great, and all the things you've done, screw it up once. And then they're going to tell you who you're not. Mm -hmm. And you start believing that. But if, you know, if you're comfortable, if you're really comfortable with what's inside of you, then you can work through and towards anything. Mm -hmm. So most of us 
don't know who we are. And no, that is an important. T- that's you know, a, that's important that you share that because if you don't know who you are, other people are going to tell. They're going to tell you who you are. And then that gets confusing. And then who? How Absolutely. do you proceed? How do you stay motivated? Right. Okay. So what? What is your? Um, what do you want people to walk away with after listening to you in regards to staying motivated, setting goals? What? Do you, what is the one thing that you really want people to remember today? If if, if something has a timestamp, start now. Start now. You know you're going to graduate when you're 18 years old and you you have the opportunity to go to school for four years. If you're 13, start now. Start right now. Mm-hmm. Start developing the habits that are going to make you successful. And what that means is start making your bed up right now. Mm-hmm. Create that habit. Do your homework early right now. Get up early right now. You know, 15 minutes, it's a cumulative effect. 15 minutes of extra work. 15 minutes of the work outside of the required time builds. It's compounding, you know. So if I go 15 minutes a day for five days a week, that's 75 extra minutes of work Mm -hmm. times four times 12. And you'll be that much better at that space. And the more and the better you are, the more comfortable you are in that space and that, that's just who you are you're because that's who you are you're just developing that kind of character about yourself the fireman runs towards the danger he's built that way mm-hmm. he was that before he was trained to be that way mm-hmm. that's why he applied that's why he put on the suit that's why he went through all of that so while everybody else is running away from the building he's running towards the building knowing exactly what he's getting into mm-hmm Start now. Like that analogy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that, that's start now. Start now. You know. Yeah. So that that's the thing I want you to take because if you have a real goal, first of all, find out who you are, and then you'll know why you're here, and then work towards that. Like when you say you when you're eight years old and you want to be a doctor, and you tell your parents you want to be a doctor, parents bomb doctor stuff and leave them alone. Mm-hmm. Don't tell them how hard it is. That's stupid. That's not right. Right. You know, let them figure it out and then give them books when they're young mm-hmm. and let them have fun with it. Teach them what a, a stethoscope is and all that other good stuff. And I like that, that you mentioned that earlier, Greg, is that, you know, when you prepare and you work hard, when you get out there, it should be fun to play. If you've prepared and worked hard, enjoy the game. Enjoy yeah. it because that's when you play your best. That's when you play. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so. it's called play for a reason. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's called play. Yeah. So. All right, Greg. Well, thanks again for doing this. We already out of time. We are we are out. Of time. <laughs> that was good, okay. and I think you've shared a lot of great great tips and things for athletes to take away, and hopefully, hopefully, learn some of the things you've you've learned along the way and and use them. I've had some great coaches, and I know we, we're wrapping up. But I've had some great coaches, uh, coaches that allowed me to to be a man, to think, to 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 operate, to execute, but but kept us on the right track. I mean, shout out to Coach Chris Thurman. I love him with all my heart phenomenal guy uh great coach but a better human being because he knew how to deal in us Mm. and so the goal for him was the same the goal he had for us was the same goal i had for me so that that was big Uh, which was what to to go play to execute and to be all conference and to go be a champion Mm -hmm. and we ran down the same street you know so that that's that's the way that is and, and parents don't hover help you know mm-hmm. coaches you know lead don't dictate yeah. you know teachers teach 
don't pass out or pass up. Mm-hmm. Teach. Yeah, the importance of the, the the role models around the athlete. Absolutely. And, and the impact it can make, like it, the coach made on you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you, Greg, again. Thank for you. I appreciate it. For being a part it. of the podcast. Awesome. Until next time. Indeed. <laughs> okay.